Nope. Oh, you ready to go last? Yeah. Are we ready to go? Hit it. Yep. Just push a button. Hey y'all, uh, it's Joe and Charlie from Talking Lead Headquarters. We got Marty in the house. What up, guys? Technically, it's Marty's house. No, this is the lead quarters. This is the lead quarters. Lead quarters. <laughs> this is not my house. We are in lead quarters, somewhere in the hills of Tennessee. Uh, we are continuation. This is day eight. Day eight. Yeah. I think we're on day eight of the Ocho. Charlie and Joe uh, road trip to Tennessee. Uh, we've had some great people, some great shops. Uh, Outpost is it's the first time I've been there. It's an amazing shop. I mean, it, if you can imagine it, they have it there and in stock. Uh, this is Bob. This is Bob the dog. He's got an itch today. Hey, buddy. Hey, Sid. So if you're joining us, um, Atlas Defense is here with Marty with the podcast Talking Lead, one of the biggest and highest rated and one of absolutely my favorite yeah yeah a firearms <laughs> podcast uh well so thanks this is marty kind of work left left hand from talking lead charlie's way in the back if you can't see him i'm yeah, right here bob bob's your uncle this is bob the dog pet bob. is your aunt bob's first appearance on talking lead yep yep so bob uh, made really good friends with a horse last night uh oshi yeah oshi talking beautiful mascot. yeah beautiful great dane He'll probably join us in a little while. Very large, very very large animal. He's much dog. What, 190 pounds? About a buck eighty now. Yeah. Uh, 180 pounds. Felt now. Of canine. <laughs> That's heavier than Joe. Drool and couch holder downer. Just big sweetie. Yeah. Just a big old sweetie. So you guys are privileged because we're going to be recording the Talking Lead episode 209 today, and we thought we'd come at you guys live, the Atlas Defense Crew. And uh, you guys want to get this party started? Absolutely. Yep. Not, launch right. it, baby. Look, while Marty's doing that, uh, we need y'all to give us some likes. Hit that little blue thumbs up, the love button. And up in the, the text, there's a talking lead link. Make sure you go over there. Hit that talking lead link. Give oh, us some likes, man. Speaking of, I need to copy and paste this. So. Oh, yeah. You probably can grab us and share it so out. So if you're a lead head, share this out to the other lead head. Leadheads, Leadhead Nation. I don't there we go. We got some love coming now. Keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. Where's your link at? There it is right down there. There it is. So uh, look the this. share right there. Share to the page. And if you have access, you've got access to the computer, Marty, from there, or I can keep track of the questions uh, from my mobile. So if you've never watched the Talking Lead podcast, uh, it's got kind of a certain format. Uh, but if you have any questions, I don't think you've ever done this. Have you had any live on-air questions? I've done a couple, but uh, what we're going to talk about today is our, our topic is going to be suppressors. Obviously, we've got the guys from Atlas Defense, and uh, they've been cranking out some awesome suppressors uh, here recently. So that's going to be the topic of the day. Uh, we're also going to be uh, throwing some jack wagons on our jack wagon train. If you guys are familiar with the talking about jack wagon train, that's just somebody who's done something stupid, not necessarily in the world of firearms, but it could be. Uh, and uh, basically like, give them a facial, call them out on their BS. So that's going to be part of the show, and then we're going to do a fact to fight the myth. Uh, Joe and Charles have an awesome fact to fight the myth uh, regarding suppressors, so we're going to get into that as well. Any of your comments, suggestions, questions are welcome. And I can't type and talk at the same time, so it's right. taking 90 days. I can see... All right, I've got your questions up here on my mobile. 
What's up, Christian? Is it real? There's only one. Which here. which is the real Christian? Alright, lead heads. Welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 209. And uh, this is going to be a little uh, uh, crazy show today because we're doing it live via Facebook feed from Atlas Defense. And that's our guest today. We've got Joe and Charles, our returning lead heads. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Always, always a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, this is our first, like, in-house live this is your first two real shows? yeah two shot shows okay yeah that's eight yeah. shots it's our visit to lead quarters and man this is a great place dude i yeah, enjoyed, enjoyed hanging out yeah. you guys are always welcome here anytime glad you, appreciate it glad you had time to to work us in the schedule so lead heads today we're going to be talking about suppressors and uh we're going live so we're going to get some some questions from atlas defense's uh live feed i also posted on talking leads page so hopefully we'll get some lead heads participate as well. Awesome. But uh, first, I want to make sure if you guys didn't get an opportunity to listen to last week's episode, go back to TLP 208. Check out that episode. It was a great episode with, uh, hey, does anybody know? Anybody listening? Can you tell me real quick? I got a t-shirt in it for you. It was the bourbon. Yeah, bourbon it, was the guest. Yep. Yeah. Nope. So, Right On USA, Brady Spath with Right On USA, the optics company, was our guest, and we talked basic optics. Brady had some great information uh, for those just getting into and learning more about the specific of optics. It's rifle scopes, uh, range finders, binoculars, red dots, and that is a, a segment that we're going to continue with Brady. We're going to get more in-depth each time we have him on. Awesome. A little more advanced in our in our scope learning. So, I, I'm an optics snob. I like good quality optics. Yeah. And I've really liked a lot of different manufacturers. I've got two of our Falcata rifles here, and mm-hmm. I just happen to have Eotex on them. But one of them is a super lightweight gun, and we're looking for a, I'm looking for a really really lightweight optic. Well, you Do need to ride like on that? USA. Yes. Are you wanting like a, a scope or are you wanting a red dot? Uh, a red dot. A little bitty micro yeah. red dot. So you're in luck. So this week, Ride On USA, the official optic sponsor of Talking Lead, is coming out with a micro red dot and a 3X magnifier. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll hook you up with that and see what we can uh, get worked out with Brady on that. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. would be cool in the OSS, too. I want to put one, like a micro red dot on my OSS pistol, the integrally suppressed that we ruger that we just came out with and i want to i'm going to build my own and i'm going to put a micro red dot on it yeah and that way it's just going to be the the varmint terminator you know nice that'll be cool yeah so make sure you guys go back to uh, 208 and check out that episode uh i didn't announce the winner of our tactical squirrel monthly subscription box for june and uh, i'm going to do that this week a little bit later in the show as well so you guys stay tuned to find out who the winner of that Tactical Squirrel monthly subscription box is. And it's just one box. You don't get a whole yearly subscription. you got to go to Talking Lead's website. Top of the page, there's a link to Tactical Squirrel there, and you can sign up, and you get a little uh, extra something-something being a Talking Lead leadhead in your first monthly subscription box. Full of all kinds awesome. of cool tactical gear, flashlights, ammunition. 
all kinds of cool. You can customize your box. So go check it out on Talking Lead at Tactical I'm Squirrel. Gonna, I'm going to sign up on that right now. You need to do that. <laughs> you should do that. That is awesome. We have way too much distraction available in this room. All right, we've got guns, <laughs> lots of guns, suppressors. We have a dog. Each of it has a mobile. We should, we've got a live stream, and we're recording a podcast. Let's... Uh, can I can I like move it around the room here? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure. So let's move it around the room. So this is the uh, the lead quarters right here, everybody. It did take us about ten minutes to find the perfect position. So hopefully he can find I can it. And find put it, it back. back. So there's guns. There's toys. There's GI Joes. Yeah. There's shotguns. There's there's puppies. I'm I'm within arm's reach of I think three Falcatas. Three ARs and two swords. You know. Oh, we have cross falcatas over here. I just realized that they just ended up in a, a cross pattern right. down there. So I'm going to try to get that back where it was. I think that's about right. Yeah, that looks good. So let's continue on with the show. And uh, I think I hear that jack wagon train rolling in. Uh-oh. So... Y'all don't get to hear the sound effects, so I'm going to try and replicate them. Yes. <laughs> Who runs Simplified Do or Die Hold'em High at 8th and 9th? It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. Who's going to be our first Jack Wagon this week, guys? Who do you want to you want to go with? Do we have any suggestions from the crowd here? Let's see. Who do we got? Who's our Jack Wagon today, guys? Come on, shout out. Christian Joe says the dog needs a tattoo. Well, the dog actually does have a tattoo. And somewhere in private, I'll show you where it is. Christian, am I on the jack wagon train? No, Christian, you are not on the jack wagon train. Should you be? All right, so what we were talking about was, who are we going to throw on there? We talked about the California penal system. Yeah. So, OJ, if you guys hadn't heard yet, OJ got uh, paroled today. Yesterday. Uh, yesterday. I don't think it goes to effect for a little while, Yeah, until October. But he, he got approved for parole. And uh, OJ's going to be back on the streets. What halfway house is going to take Menacing it? card collectors and memorabilia collectors around the world. So We need to like tighten up around here, Marty. You what's guys, that? You're going to need to tighten up. you got some, some nice memorabilia. I don't, have any, I don't have any sports memorabilia, though, so I'm, I think I'm pretty safe. I don't think OJ's into to comics and G.I. Joe and, and firearms. Well, I guess, though. He was armed, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what. I wonder if he's got any funds left, or what's he gonna do? I mean, did he did he have any piggy bank stash somewhere? I don't know. He's probably. I'm sure he had some stuff buried somewhere. I'm pretty sure that civil suit that, just that like cleaned that, him out. Yes, it did. Yeah. yeah. I would say though, he prepared for that ahead of time, and his attorneys probably had him disperse his funds elsewhere. Yeah, maybe. But How if many ever, of those attorneys are gone, two of them, two of them are dead well, now. Johnny huh? Cochran's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about uh, but uh is Shapiro? The Kardashian still alive? Kardashian? No, he died. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she married uh, that that dude that's a chick now. Yeah, uh, yeah, but the, <laughs> but if he shows up legally with any money, like if he ever <laughs> accumulates any substantial funds, I think he has to forfeit them to the, the yeah. state of the of the parents of Nicole from yep. the civil suit that he that he <laughs> lost. Yep. Chris says, uh, Chris Howard says, make sure you like lock up your knives. Lock up your knives <laughs> and your gloves, right? <laughs> if it does not fit. So um, you're throwing the the California penal system because they let him out on parole? Is yeah, that, that yeah. what we're doing here? That in the in the fake news, I actually, I, it's very rare for me to get trolled, but I got trolled pretty hard with the uh, Charles Manson spoof. I was thinking. Oh, yeah, because like, you're, 
Did you're, they just have like a big parole board hearing and right. like, like so, oh my god, how is this happening? So Joe comes in. We're talking about who we're going to throw on the jack wagon train. He's like, we got to throw the California penal system because they just let Charles Manson and O.J. Simpson out. It's like <laughs> the, the problem. I, ne- I never get trolled. I'm like, I can usually spot those like instantly. <laughs> you fell for it, hook line. I fell for this one. The kicker is it's almost believable though. It like, is. That's the yeah. problem. Is it is. It's almost believable. Yeah. And it, it's even closer to home for me because one of the guys that killed people for. Charles Manson's name is named Charles Tex Watson. That I've had to wear that nickname pretty much my entire life, you know. So Christian says OJ needs an endorsement deal with Ronco and Ford. <laughs> Ronco and Bronco, baby. <laughs> nice. My favorite joke from back in that day, whenever the trial was going on, was they say, "Hey, did you know that John Elway is going to testify in the OJ trial?" John Elway. Yeah, he was going to represent the slow-moving white Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Oh, we got another message here. So I got a leadhead, Kenny Ortega. says, I know it's too late for the logo contest, but I thought of an image of your head at a microphone with a lead casting pot filling your head with lead. Just a thought. So that's another thing I got going on is we had a a logo contest for our listeners, our subscribers, to develop a logo that best represents them. And we're calling it, they're called leadheads obviously and uh, we narrowed it down to three so we got the top three choices we're getting ready to uh put out on uh our social media pages for people to vote on and uh they're pretty awesome designs pretty you haven't seen them yet charlie and i were looking at them and uh they're pretty sweet so we'll be putting those out uh it'll be in conjunction with the release of this episode and uh the winner who gets the most votes on that is we're going to make a patch out of that. We're going to make a T-shirt out of that. And then the winner also gets a $100 gift card to 1776 United. Man, so. they make some, 1776 makes some good stuff. Yes, oh, they yeah. do. Those are some of my favorite shirts. They feel so good. And the winner's also going to get a classic uh, Talking Lead logo T-shirt. Awesome. We're calling it classic. It's the only one that, that exists at this point. <laughs> there are multiples, and we've realized and we figured this out because me and Zach and somebody else all wore Talking Lead shirts to the shop one day. And they're all slightly different as far as like what's colored. Like sometimes the bullet's colored green, right? And then sometimes like the talking part is colored green, right? And then there's one that where the lead is colored green and the bullet's white and the talking. Is You're very observant. <laughs> Most people don't catch that. My, yeah. my, my, my talking lead shirt's important to me. I actually uh, kind of lost a job recently while wearing it. So, <laughs> so, so are you saying it hexed you? No, 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 nothing to do with the bad shirt. Luck? But, but no, I still, I still wear it. I wear it all the time. All right. So who's our second jack wagon? We have, do have a, 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 a suggestion some, there. All right, who is it? It is a good one. No, you're going to have to, I can't see. I got a Cadillac in my eye. All right, the uh, suggestion is the Lucian Black of Voda Tactical. Have yeah, he that? made it. If you go back a couple episodes ago, he made the Jack Wagon Train, uh, I think it was three episodes ago, and then he made it again like the, the next episode also. So that guy's definitely on the, uh, the train. Gunny will not let him off. He he is uh, he is a number one jack wagon. He's up there with, with Hillary. He's got a, a lifetime ticket. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> he uh, is a Lucian. piece of work, man. Yeah. He is an absolute piece of work. And what's scary is he thinks he is putting out good quality, safe training. Yeah, he thinks what he's doing is is correct and accurate. And other people do too. And people are giving him money to 
train them, and somebody's going to get hurt. That's crazy. I don't know if it's because we are propagating. So we made a vow not to talk about this jack wagon anymore, not to give him any more. Okay. I was just right, thinking I don't the want same. people. I don't want people yeah. going and looking him up. And I was and just thinking the same thing. I was like, are he we needs doing no this to ourselves? Attention. Yes. So let's just not give him any more so attention. So no more jack wagon for that. Yeah. Can, that you, can you pull up um, the Facebook thing? You probably can read it better over here. Yeah, maybe so. I'm telling Charlie what to do. <laughs> it's your show, bud. I ain't the boss of you. <laughs> it's, it's your show. So uh, OJ is out on October 1st. Is that when it is? That's it. The juice. So he'll be juice. he'll be ready for Halloween then. I wonder who he'll dress up as. A giant Swiss Army thing? <laughs> a glove. So bottle, give us some suggestions as to what OJ should uh, dress up as for Halloween. This is going to be a good one. Yeah. Yes. That'll be a real good one. All right, one. guys. We need Halloween costume suggestions for OJ. <laughs> or or if you would like to dress as a OJ Halloween costume, give us your suggestions. There you go. Which which OJ would you dress up as? The jailed OJ? The psychotic murdering OJ? The um, Grand Theft Auto or I think I would card ha- OJ. I, I think I would have to get uh, or the 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 classic. The way I like to think of him, OJ, is the foot. You know, the Hall of Fame football player. He also was an actor. I think I would go dig up an old Bronco. I actually have a couple old Broncos, and I get some whitewash, like the old school whitewash. Whitewash those suckers. Right? Can I be AC? AC Callens? Isn't that the guy who's driving it? Uh, I thought OJ was driving. OJ was it. Driving. No, OJ was in the back. He was had, he? AC Callings was driving it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is Larry King in Washington uh, at CNN Studios, staying atop this scene for you now through Fox 11. We have just been told that two photographers who try to run across the lawn have been arrested by the police. We have affirmed that Al Callings is uh, apparently negotiating. He was the driver of the car, the longtime Simpson friend and teammate at USC. There are police in the doorway. This is the driveway to the O.J. Simpson house in Brentwood. He's driven through two counties, and we've followed him all the way. That's a police car behind him, and O.J. is in the car, apparently. Cowlings is now either by the door. Let's go back to Channel 5's coverage, KTLA. Back behind the yellow tape, they're, they're so far away that they're not seeing anything. O.J. was tucked in the back, like had a... a Sleeping bag over his head or something like that. I don't know. He was <laughs> I remember <laughs> on the weird. news, because, I mean, it was like the biggest news thing. Oh, yeah. They was, interrupted everything yeah. and broadcasted that. I think that was, that may have been the turning point for news. For Could like have real been. News. It was a turning point for forensics, a, for forensics. That case changed forensic science. OJ started reality TV. <laughs> Where's Cato Caitlin? Is he still, like, hanging out with dudes? Like, just to hang out. I, I mean, think he's like, does MTV stuff. I don't know. He um, used to with yeah, his white, was with a, his white Akita. He was a VJ. That was a, a pretty VJ. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Back when MTV, like, had music videos. All right. So, any more Jack Wagons? Got any more suggestions? Jack Wagon Train? We're going to. Come on, Ackless Country out there. Give gonna, us some more Jack Wagon. I know it's early for a lot of you. So, guys. Here, here's something I had a thought, you know, that um, there's been another celebrity <laughs> musician suicide. Yeah, uh, dude from Lincoln Park. So I'm throwing those guys on the jack wagon train. Uh, Chris Cornell didn't he commit suicide also? Yeah, in a very similar fashion. People are saying that there's some sort of conspiracy. And they he was they hang themselves. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Whether it was 
just hanging themselves or they were into that. Well, we, we were talking about the. Oh, yeah. What is it? Audio. Autoerotic asphyxiation, yeah. Yeah, autoerotic asphyxiation. Whether they were into that or, you know, what happened. But, uh, I mean, these guys have it made. They've got anything and everything they want in life. They've got families. They've got children, for one, that they're they're leaving behind. I mean, think about that. I mean, they're just they're so selfish when they do that. So I'm throwing those jack wagons on the train. There you go. Maybe what they say, money is not it's not the, not the not root not of the, all happiness. Yeah, not the root of happiness. But man, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, least, I, maybe I like to have it and find point. out. Yeah, the, the I like quote, to try it out too. The, the quote, Dolly Parton: "Money can't buy you happiness, but at least you'll have nice things to wear while you're depressed and buy big boobies." <laughs> I got a cool Dolly Parton story, but that's going to be for another day. Right. So no more jack wagons? Is that it? I think we're good. All right, Gunny, take that train out of here. Boop, boop. All right, guys. So we want to talk suppressors. We want to learn suppressors. So let's start off basic talking lead, first grade education level here. Educate me on suppressors. If you're If you're going to try to explain to me what a suppressor is, Tell me about it. What is it? Suppressors are kind of, uh, theoretically, a very simple device. They're doing one thing. They're transferring the big bang sound energy and transferring it, all that energy out slower so there's less of uh, an instantaneous energy hit. Mm -hmm. So it makes a really sharp, fast bang turn into a slower whoosh, turn into heat, turn into movement and vibration. And how does it do that? And it does it with many, there's so many different aspects to a suppressor. Theoretically, it is a simple device, but when you get into it, uh, it really is a black art. And it's something that me and Zach, my lead engineer and my CAD CAM guru, who uh, thinks up all this mm-hmm. Zach uh, Hall, stuff. he's been on the show before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this discussion a lot of times. It's like, man, we are sure this is going to work. This is going to work. And it does not work. And it's like, man, there's no way in hell this is going to work. And it works. So Explain that. It really is. It's unexplainable. It's but just, you, got, you guys are so many different. Very thorough. You're engineers. You're freaking scientists. I'm sure you're putting all this stuff down on paper. And, you know, you're doing the, the mathematic formulas and all that. And you're like, that'll work. But then for some reason it doesn't. Mostly computer-based stuff uh, and experience and looking and knowing what works on other platforms. Um, and it's really comes down to the velocity of the gases and the volume of the gases, like a shotgun suppressor. There's a lot of volume of gases, but it's very low pressure. Mm -hmm. So it's harder to manipulate and control it because you have to have tons of volume because you can't just compress it. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand, a five, five, six can a lot higher pressure, still high volume, but all that pressure there allows us to do a lot more work so we can more efficiently do work with it 22 rimfire suppressor uh we can get away with kind of similar concepts with 22 and 9 millimeter because they have the similar gas velocities right um when we start talking about making a suppressor that works with 9 millimeter and then maybe 300 blackout it gets a little tougher well let's talk about let's talk about what makes up a suppressor let's talk about the parts and components of a suppressor basically there's a few parts of the suppressor that are required. One, you have to have some way of attaching it to the gun. Two, you have to have some way of containing all of the gases in it. It's usually a tube of some sort or some kind of body. Mm-hmm. And then the baffle system. 
Okay. And the baffle system, uh, there's a couple, well, there's about three different baffle ideas out there. There are the standard baffles where you drop baffles in it. It could be cone or What's K a baffles. baffle? I mean, we're first grade level here. Tell, tell us what a baffle is. A baffle is a wall or a restriction. Okay. Uh, we're just trying to control those gases with an actual wall. So you're, you're like breaking it up. Correct. You're, you're slowing it down, stopping it. Yeah, we can't physically have anything in the way of the bullet, but since gases expand, we have to shear those gases off the back of the bullet as it passes through. So we have these little windows or, or walls through it, and those walls are baffles. And you can have different varying angles and shapes and holes and ports. There's also a monocore system, which Aquilus Defense, we, we uh, use the majority, absolute majority of our items are all monocore because they're uh, easy to maintain, um, easy for us to manufacture so we can keep the cost down. Mm-hmm. When you say fan, monocore, what does that mean? The monocore means that all of those baffles, all those walls are in one singular internal system. So it all goes in a stack. Instead of having an individual baffle and an individual baffle and an individual baffle that stacks up, mm-hmm. and when you take it apart or you get one stuck and you can't get one out but the rest of them come out, the monocore, you loosen it up and you slide the whole core. It's all up. one piece. It's all one piece, mono core, one okay. big core in it. Wouldn't that be better than because then you've got less space for the gas to escape? That's one of the reasons we were a big fan of the monocore system. It's a it's a great system. There are a couple problems with it. Monocore systems are very hard to get first round pop out. And what first round pop is, it's very simply just what it says. The first round that you're going to shoot is going to have more pop than the remaining rounds. And what it's doing is it's lighting off the cooler oxygen, and you're having a relight as those burning gases hit that cooler oxygen. Okay. After that first and sometimes second round, once those, once that oxygen and once those gases are heated up and gone, that first round pop goes away. Monocores, the way that the first few baffles are set up, they have a tendency to have a little bit more first round pop. With our 22 and our 9mm can, we've got the first round pop down very minimal, especially our 22 can. Usually what's the, the I guess, the best way to measure it's the decibel levels, maybe? What's yeah. between DB the levels, first round and the remaining? Anywhere from 2 to 6 dB is usually typical. Uh, our Copus 22 is running under 3 dB. Uh, it's, it's one of the best 22 monocores out there for first round pop. Um, it's comparable to a lot of the baffle cans with overall suppression and real close to their first round pop capabilities right so it's it's tougher to do but once you figure that out once we've got that trick then we can um manufacture them and continue rolling with them because monocores are just so much easier to uh, manufacture and keep the price point down so let's talk about the the shape most of the suppressors you see out there are cylindrical they're round a lot of them are yep there's there's other ones that aren't. What's mm-hmm. what's the benefits of the different shapes? It a lot of it comes down to access to materials and also round uh, is the strongest structure you can have as far as pressure containment because of the hoop strength mm-hmm. the, because it's rounder. Uh, all the all the pressure is being disperses it more equally given evenly, so you're not having little high pressure points on anything right uh but material availability is very common also whenever you put it on the the gun i mean you're usually screwing it onto a round thing Mm -hmm. and you never know where these threads are going to end up you can have the tightest manufacturing tolerances imaginable 
and you take six barrels off of a line that were made right after each other and they may clock and end up in a different area every time yeah uh it's just that round tube gives us a lot of benefits uh there are several manufacturers that make uh, asymmetrical or drop suppressors uh, we manufacture one for the ksg shotgun and we do that so we can get a lot of volume because remember shotgun suppressors they're low pressure but they have a tremendous amount of volume so we've got to have a lot of can body there mm-hmm. we drop it below the bore so it's not up in your sight line so you're not screwing this one on right it's it actually kind of locks on. into place yeah it's a snap on the, the ksg can um normally you see most suppressors screw mm-hmm. on in some method con attachment but we've developed the world's fastest attaching suppressor with our ksg very nice it literally is unattached then all of a sudden it's attached uh, it's a real just simple, snaps into place. Snaps into place. Yeah, uh, it's a great little system. So, is there is there a benefit? I mean, other than time, obviously, to one being screwed in versus being snapped on. Why and why why wouldn't more people go to the quicker snap on? Simplicity, uh, and it's a lot tougher to do with the higher pressure. Then you gases. do away with having to need threaded barrels. Mm-hmm. You know. Who who wants to you know have to? Well, we're working on some concepts that you may not necessarily have to have threaded barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a big push with the uh, legislature to ease the requirements of uh, suppressor ownership, and if that happens, we're going to start seeing a lot more integrity. About the HPA, the HPA, and the Share Act. Yeah. Um, that was one of the jack wagons we were going to throw on the, the jack wagon train. Uh, what I happened? L- the, that shooting of. Scalia, is that who it was? Scalise, yeah. Scalise. Yeah. We have a, the HPA is a wonderful bill. It's got a great idea behind it to pull the, the suppressors off of NFA and out of the registry. Um, and it's been in committee for quite some time because it just doesn't have enough support because everybody thought it was a sure thing. It was a, it was a, it was a shoe in because Trump's in, he's going to go ahead and sign it. Yeah. So it's been stuck in committee Till about two months ago. So it been about two months ago since the shooting? About a month and a half. About a month, and, about a half. A month and a half, yeah. So um, but well, the, it got put in with the SHARE Act, and the SHARE Act was going to come up for uh, basically a hearing that day. Uh, about two and a half hours prior to that is when the, that D.C. shooting happened. Uh, the, the baseball game. Yep. Baseball practice. And Steve Scalise, is a, he's a friend of the shop. Uh, he's a friend of the industry. Uh, and it's very tragic what happened. Uh, thankfully, the only life lost was the shooter. Uh, Steve's still in, in bad shape. But anyway, long story short, is the SHARE Act got tabled uh, along with it with the HPA. So eventually we'll, we'll hope to see it back up. I don't think we're going to see it for 2017. Uh, more than likely it's going to be like spring of 18, and it's going to have to go through some time. Right. We might see some movement for the beginning of 2019 for suppressors. Uh, what that means logistically now is sales have been historically low for suppressors for about the last 11 months. Yeah. So times are dropping for ATF approval right now. We're figuring about the next six weeks, uh, they're gonna be under seven months, possibly pushing six month approval times. And prices, I've never seen prices on suppressors or manufacturers rebates as low as they are. All right, now's the time to buy. This now, is the best time to buy, not only suppressors, but just firearms in general, because absolutely. everybody has lowered the prices. And it's just like real estate, you know, and, and stocks. You mm-hmm. buy when the prices are low, and this is the time to do it. So if there's ever, 
you know, you ever wanted that KSG shotgun, now's the time to go out there and get it because you're probably never going to find a better deal on it. Yeah. Uh, and right. then, of course, you compare it with Atlas Defense's suppressor. Yeah. You know? well, what are those running? Just just curious. What uh, are we have the KSG SS on sale for ten eighty five. It's normally twelve eighty five. Right. But we want to go ahead and take care of that tax stamp for you. There you go. Uh, so save and then so money. they're going to take take care of it for you now. And then when the HPA passes, then uh, they get the two hundred dollar refund. Right. Isn't that Maybe, part of it? As the way the bill's written, uh, there is uh, in place for a tax credit. So it'll be like a refund on your tax. Right. Uh, on your tax report. So yeah. Uh, it'll be if you file taxes. <laughs> <laughs> if you file and if it if it ends up going through the way it's written right uh again it's, it's still in do. committee uh viewers out there you need to you need to call your your representatives and tell them like look this is still a good bill support it because uh, it definitely needs the support but we don't know what it's going to look like when it does turn into law i mean it could turn it, amendments are going to get made to it right. almost certainly at every step of its existence and then once it even is signed in the law even if it was as it is now probably like, like a 200 day implementation period so all, over half a year yeah after if it started now you would still be in 2018 so we need to put the squeeze on our, our congressman to go ahead and get that passed so we can start enjoying it next year hopefully call everybody everybody you know call everybody them. everybody so i think we got a little uh we got segued yeah. Let's see. We're talking about suppressor, kind of the concepts and things. And so the, and the legality there in two. Yeah. 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 So what I want to talk about more, uh, we want to get more into suppressors, but first I want to go ahead and thank our sponsors, Tactical Response. Check them out at Tactical Response right here. Look right here. Yeah. Uh, James Yeager and the crew, Tactical Response Camden. If you need your training for your firearms, I know a lot of people uh, are you know not buying their firearms right now. They're holding off. But uh, you might as well go ahead and use your firearms. So yeah. learn how to use your firearms. Go to Tactical Response Training. Yeah. And they've got uh, handgun. They've got rifle. They've got shotgun. They've got all kinds of different. They've got strength. They've even got strength training now. So you can have a stronger core body for when you're in the fight. Uh, you can stay in the fight. You say that, and I'm really excited to take James's the fight class, the force-on-force class. I'm really, really looking forward to doing that. I'm going to try and do it in October-ish when it's a little cooler. Very cool. Uh, it's way too hot in Canada. Sissy. Uh, we just got <laughs> last week. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, but we also had the ability, if I uh, need to cool down, go inside. And I know once once that fight starts, you don't have that option. Yeah. Uh, so and we're going to wait for it to be a little cooler. Tactical response, just a Google tactical response. It's tacticalresponse.com, right? That's the, yeah. 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 Website. Check yeah. out. That's the logo right there. Yeah, there's slogan. Of course, our the best podcast listeners can't see that, but uh, Modern Spartan Systems optimize your firearms with Modern Spartan Systems products. They have lubes and oils, uh, cleaning solutions. Uh, they've even got uh, optics cleaning solutions for you, and they've got an automotive um, additive for your engine. It's called TVT, and the old lead sled has uh, surpassed three hundred four thousand miles. And that's due to using the Modern Spartan Systems TVT engine additive, Charlie. When we rode in the lead sled last night, and it was running just fine. It was running great, wasn't it? Absolutely, it was running really good. When I'm we a, went to pick up our pizza, I had a, <laughs> I had a, I had a uh, truck the same year as the lead sled that proceeded to ninety-eight barf, Yukon. I, have a, I had a ninety-eight Silverado, and it proceeded to barf its intake manifold gasket at one hundred and forty thousand miles, and spun the main bearing and destroyed the entire engine, yeah. and made me very, very sad. And I told you to shut up so you didn't hex me. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Frontier Tactical, the makers of the Warlock system, which is a multi-caliber adapter system that you can put on your <laughs> AR-15 and be able to shoot up to 90 different calibers, Joe, from one AR platform. That's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool. And if if that wasn't enough, they've started their own line of AR-15s, the FT series, that comes standard with the Warlock system on it. So you can buy the AR right out of the box with the Warlock system on it, ready to go, already suited for 90 different calibers. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And they even have AR pistols. They make awesome truck guns. You can pop the, the barrel out. Put it in a purse. They make one that's so compact it'll fit in a purse, a lady's purse, an AR-15. So check them out. Frontier Tactical. Definitely. Dot com. Sounds like some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. The best, most affordable AR-500 steel targets on the market today, xsteeltargets.com. And they've got a wide variety of targets for you. They've got silhouette targets. They've got gong targets. They've got uh, harvest targets that are AR-500 steel target. They've harvest got, targets. Yeah, like animal shapes. Ah, yeah. yeah, that would be cool. I've got some thoughts. I'd like to get some like custom animals. Well, made. they can do custom too. So I if want, there's one there that, that they don't have that you want, they can custom make them for you. I want a Yeti, and I want a like a <laughs> awesome. werewolf. That would be cool. We saw one yesterday. A squat. There was a uh, Tyrannosaurus. Really? Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. They could do that at X Steel Targets. So cool. something cool, because I mean, everybody's shooting at like the little, yeah, the standard poppers and the, the pepper poppers, and, and then you got the prairie dogs. Yeah, I want to shoot at something different. Well, they've got unique ones there. So go to X Steel Targets. They've got the uh, Texas Stars. They've got those targets. They, I hate. Those. I don't like. They've the Texas got the hostage. Stars. They've got a double Texas star, so if you don't like the Texas star, you'll double not like their double Texas stars. Uh, they got the hostage targets, you know, the little thing that swings around. Yeah. From the, they've got those. They've got all kinds of targets. Check them out, xsteeltargets.com. And then, of course, Right On USA, the official optic sponsor of Talking Lead. They have a wide variety of optics for you guys, rifle scopes, um, anywhere from... I think around 200 bucks all the way up to like uh, maybe 1700 now, somewhere around that price range. They've got a two, or I'm sorry, they've got a five by 25 that I'm getting ready to try out on the 308, the Nordic Components 308. And we're going to be trying to go up to 2,000 yards with that. So I need you to load me a good round for that 308. That's a fair piece there, man. I can't recommend enough. the hornady match loads yeah um, i think they shoot good 175 grains okay uh need at least a one in ten twist which i'm sure that that nordic will oh yeah i'll, I'll love that oh, yeah. it's a 20 inch 308 so you can get some good velocity out of that man yeah, that yeah. 175 grain you got to have that at least that 175 grain if not a little bit longer yeah and then uh, this episode Aklas defense for your suppressor needs for all these awesome cool rifles that you guys have and pistols Atlas Defense has a suppressor that will fit your need. Absolutely. And talk about affordable. These guys are the most affordable suppressors on the market and the best quality. So check them out at atlasdefense.com. It's the ultimate accessory for your rifle. There you go. Once you get one, it's it's like an addiction. You're like, wow, this You is never cool. want to shoot shoot it a different way. No. You know, why have I been wearing ear pro all this time? It really is. It's like I never want to shoot without a suppressor again. I guarantee you the ear pro companies are like fighting the HPA. They're probably the reason why it's not going through right now. You think? 
I don't no, I don't think, think that. Yeah. You still need to wear hearing <laughs> protection with a lot of those, uh, especially if you're using supersonic ammunition, uh some high-powered rifles or underberms. Yeah. Uh it doesn't uh, suppressors and that's somewhat some people think that suppressors or silencers tremendously make it like almost perfectly quiet right which but it does suppressors do but, a tremendous but that's going to be another segment of our show so we're going to get into that but first i want to go ahead and announce the winner of the tactical squirrel june box which if you guys will go back three episodes ago we list all the cool stuff that's in that box with all kinds of cool stuff in that box and the winner is ladies and gentlemen roger bernhardt congratulations roger you are the winner, so uh, shoot me an email with your your contact info, mailing address, and we will make sure we get that out. The question was, uh, Freedom Mun- Munitions offers a certain amount of branded ammunition. The answer was eight, but they also have a few other ones that aren't their specific lines, uh, and we would have accepted 15 as well. And uh, Roger went above and beyond and did the 15. He listed all 15 that they have on their website for sale. So congratulations to Roger and everybody else who uh, took part in our contest. We appreciate it. Uh, that was in celebration of our 200th episode, guys. Uh, oh, wow. We're still celebrating our 200th episode here at episode 209. We're going to continue it throughout the remaining year by doing giveaways like this to, uh, to Lucky Leadhead. So we'll be providing little trivia questions each show, and we put putting up a cool little prize package each time. Well, it definitely makes me want to listen like – on time every time because i'm back a few episodes yeah as far as talk, talking <laughs> lead history if you go back we were on episode 100 if you'll remember you've been on several episodes yeah was that your first one our first one was at the shot show we we're on episode one no my first episode was when i interrupted joe in the middle of one of your conversations with him <laughs> you have a tendency of doing that so which point which point man which what's point? the point so you're on you're on 100 now you're on 209 yeah so, so you, but you're in celebration of 200. Absolutely, so. super cool. And also, this year is going to mark our fifth year in December of uh, Talking Lead. That's that's awesome. So we'll have a big celebration all next year for our fifth year uh, celebration. So you guys make sure you stay tuned, listen to the show because we're always giving away cool ass prizes. Nice. In about two weeks, <laughs> it's actually going to be Atlas Defense's three year anniversary. Well, all right, man. We should time do flies, man. Time flies. It does. It goes. It goes fast. So now we've been talking about suppressors. Uh, we got into some the HPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's talk legalities. We're going to talk some legalities as far as suppressor goes. Now there, as it stands right now, in order to 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 have a suppressor, you have to do a background check, pay a two hundred dollar tax stamp, uh, and then you got to wait. You know, there's a waiting waiting period. Again, if you're a felon, you can't own a suppressor, right? Right. If you're basically, on the do not fly list and the same, well, not necessarily. Basically, if you can go to a store and buy a pistol in almost all jurisdictions, that you're at the level of where you can legally own a suppressor. Right. So pretty much, if you can own a firearm, then you can own a suppressor. A pistol. A pistol. Yeah. A pistol. Yeah. Handgun. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the age restrictions and some locale restrictions and things. Right. It's more similarly regulated to a pistol than. Uh, another fire but that's what the hpa is going to try and do it's going to try and regulate uh suppressors as just a standard firearm cool but, but they're not they're not a firearm so they shouldn't not, they shouldn't be categorized or lumped into the same the same cat stupid they're a gun muffler yeah How, why is there not a company called gun muffler, gun muffler. is there 
Maybe there was and they failed. Maybe maybe that's our next there's, model. There's a hundred need... people right now going to patent that name. I and register that name, trademark it. You better hurry. <laughs> Gun muffler, you better hurry. You better hurry. Let me check. Yeah. So are there any other legal issues that people need to concern them with? Obviously there's different local state uh, laws and regulations that people need to be aware of. Well, Charlie being our legal eagle, I think. Well, one of, the, one of the things to concern yourself with a suppressor is that whoever has issued the stamp for the suppressor is the person that has to maintain possession or control of that item. Okay. So you can't just loan it to your buddy and have him go off somewhere with it. You have to maintain control and possession. It's not something that can be traded around back and forth yeah. like a pocket knife or a pistol. I can't just hand you my suppressor and have you go take it to the range. That is without a, without the owner going. That is correct. Along, there's, there's, with you. but you can let somebody else shoot it just as long as you're uh, there. Right, as long as you maintain possession or control, be in, be in the presence of that item. Right. So it's a good idea. Of course, it's always a good idea to lock your guns up, but your suppressors should also be secured, like like your firearms and your gun safe, um, accordingly. You must maintain Very cool. control. That is correct. You must maintain control of that item. Very cool. Now there is a kind of a, a help. There's a the trust system, which allows you to put these items into a, a legal trust, mm-hmm. and all the members of that legal trust can have access to those items. Uh, back in June, it, that's why there was a big, huge push in June, July, uh, was because ATF was changing the way they work with trusts, mm-hmm. uh, where all trust members have to submit fingerprints and passport photos. Uh, so that's why a lot of people were trying to do it because yeah. a lot of people have a now did that go significant. through yes. yep 41 41p was the uh proposed law changes mm-hmm. and said hey 41f the final one is going to go through uh july 14th i think is what it was 14th 15th it was a middle it of the was a it was a crazy time for nfa man yeah uh we were getting thousands uh of requests and and form four transfers going through at that time uh so there's so but it's the people who had the trust before were grandfathered in right basically if, so they didn't retroactivate it it's just from that point forward people are gonna have to start following these procedures for correct trust. Yeah. now the benefit of that but you can still put one in a trust absolutely um trust used to be about 80 percent of submissions now it's only about 20 percent of submissions because it is a lot tougher because you got to get all these people in Get their passport photos, signatures, background checks, fingerprints all done and submitted whenever you submit the Form 4. But one of the changes for 41F, which I think was an immense uh, movement on the ATF part, was to allow uh, electronic capture of all of the data that you need. So electronic signatures, electronic fingerprints, electronic passport photos. So right now it's the easiest to buy a suppressor that's ever been absolutely the easiest uh, they also got rid of the chief law enforcement officer sign off it's now just a notification so those of you that had the jurisdiction problems where your Clio would not sign off on you owning a suppressor there's no longer uh, that limitation okay. so that was another thing that that has reduced the amount of, of need for trust okay well, so good. right now best prices best technology extremely low uh, approval times we're figuring it's going to be under seven months if not even lower for purchases now and it's the easiest to get all your information you can even use a credit card to pay for your tax stamp oh really yep they let you do that you can write it down right there on the form 
or you can use the silencer shop kiosk silencer shop dot silencer shop dot com mm-hmm. and you can pay it via credit card right there on our website and in addition to that not just our company but because we're trying to maintain the best we can and keep advancing suppressors now are better than they have ever been yep the technology has been leaps and bounds in the last 20 years now 30 years ago suppressors there are a lot of like just rubber baffles and, and wipes and brass washers and, and mesh and it was right the, the affected accuracy of firearms and it would they just really weren't anything anybody really wanted they didn't work that well right. now we're at such a cutting edge as far as technology goes they're everything they work so much better than they did back then the with even from the heat dissipation with the new modern materials the the new heat resistant stainless steels have allowed leaps and bounds in the technology of of suppressor design smaller chambers right and it's an amazing amazing things that can be done with suppressors these days would you say that uh the american the american made suppressors because we we talked about this, uh, I had a guy from England on the show a while back, uh, or not really England, but over there, Great Britain, the UKish. Yeah, he was somewhere. a UKish uh, dude. He's been on the show before, Alan. And uh, we had our jack wagon was this guy who actually lives in my hometown here, Murfreesboro, who got busted for trying to uh, smuggle in suppressors from the UK, and the suppressors that he were smuggling, he was smuggling in were. Terrible. He was telling us, yeah. yeah. Alan's like, I know though. That's like that's that's suppressors that they use on like airsoft guns, and you know, that's like trying to smuggle like Budweiser long necks into England. Yeah, you know, why would you do that? Yeah, that's one of the. But he he did. He got busted. What he was doing was he was like part of the parts he put on the plane with him. The other ones he had this uh, helicopter company here. I guess a maintenance chop or something. And he was putting the parts in as helicopter parts and sending them. It was sending them over. Well, kind of, kind of like a the, transmission. Way. The only way he got caught was a disgruntled yeah. employee turned him in. <laughs> it's the only way he got busted. So. Well, that's one of the kind of the the things that we're worried about with the HPA is without the that high level of demand. I mean, it it takes some yeah. commitment to want to do the background check. Put this two hundred dollars in. So if you're going to do it, you want the best available. Yeah. With the HP go HPA going through possibly, uh, or them getting a little bit easier, people are looking more at more economy suppressors. So we're going to start seeing something similar to the quality and design of suppressors in the UK, where they're more freely mm-hmm. traded. They're you can buy them off the hardware store shelves. Yeah. They're like you very, go to the pharmacy very low and buy one. Yeah. We started. We talked about the technology. You have the baffle systems, monocores, and kind of trailed off and we got segued but that third style is more of what charlie mentioned on uh it's perforated tubes with mesh or with rivets or something there to help contain the sound yeah. and do that's you what think a that, lot of the uk suppressors do you think around. that if the hpa goes through we'll start seeing more advancements in in suppressor technology because there's going to be a higher demand there's going to be more people wanting to get into it or is, is it going to go the opposite we're going to see more crap hitting the market you're going to see both i, I think yep you're going to see both. both you're going to see a lot of a lot of people that aren't in it trying to build the cheapest race of the bottom suppressors um and then you're going to see people like us that are going to be able to have the ability to have more advanced technology because we're going to be able to have more mm-hmm. um, dollars for that development. So, right. well, you're going to be catering to the people who, who actually wants a quality, wants a quality, yeah. and you know knows how it's supposed to operate. What do you see? What do you see in the future of suppressors? Where are suppressors heading? What's what's the next level phase for you know, simplification evolution of yeah. of the suppressors? The so, simplification yeah. uh, suppressors 
There's a lot of complex uh, systems out there, all the different baffles, the specialized tools, cleaning procedures and things like that. Yeah. Uh, simple, robust suppressors using good quality materials. So if HPA goes through, why wouldn't every firearm made be just automatically suppressed? Oh, it's probably going to happen. You can probably look for most- Why would anybody not want to shoot a gun suppressed? Is there a benefit to not shooting a gun suppressed? Not really. Very, very little. Uh, Smith and Wesson just bought Gemtech. I mean, that's. I mean, you can. They're they're looking for that to take place. I mean, they're going to start building those those designs into some of their firearms. You can bet right. on it. Ruger is now mass producing an integrally suppressed 1022. I mean, I think that's the first large manufacturer that's not a suppressor manufacturer that is mm. producing a gun that is from right. the factory. It's designed around suppressed use. Now you guys make. Some internally, we do integrally we, suppressed. We specialize or internally. It's integrally, 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 and we specialize in that. Yeah, integ. We do specialize and develop a lot of integ systems. Um, our rifles were some of the first. Uh, we're now uh, pushed into the integrally suppressed twenty-two pistol market, uh, which we've got a really, really sweet little gem. Talk uh, about that because you guys brought that with you on your yep. trip. We don't have it here. Yeah, uh, left it in it. the left it in the box. But it's under a thousand dollars. You can get an integrally suppressed Ruger ten twenty two pistol, which I think the next closest price point, uh, and it's a much more complex uh, design, harder to clean, and it's around fourteen hundred bucks. Okay, and it's a ten twenty two also. Uh, it's a twenty two forty five Mark two. So it's that the Ruger based pistol. Mark Mark uh, three. Mark three. Yeah. The, the Ruger Mark series uh we'll be doing on mark fours too once the mark fours are a little bit more stabilized and okay. back where they should be very cool and we call it the oss in tribute to the old uh organization that predated the cia it had a, a high standard that they had converted they yeah. called the oss back then and it, it was, well i'm sorry it, it was a high standard it was converted to looks very similar to the one we make yeah and ours actually is a little bit sleeker looking but but in tribute to that one of the original suppressed pistols we call it the oss yeah now you were talking about cleaning maintenance of a suppressor so when you've got an integrally suppressed does it still come apart and you're able to clean it or is that something that you just spray in and most swizzle around and most typical integrally suppressed guns are oftentimes sealed especially in the 2245 the pistols ours is a take apart uh rim fire is very very dirty uh so we look at rim fire as absolutely having a must have take apart capability because uh the rounds are so dirty when they use the cheapest powder they can it's usually a, a wax coated lead bullet so you're gonna get leading you're gonna get wax vapor uh combined with the sheer amount of volume that people shoot through 22 rimfire mm-hmm. you have to be able to take them apart and so all of our systems are are take apartable Take a partable. So I like take that. A part- take a partable. So hashtag be, take a partable. So they can be clean. Start has- Let's get that trending. Hashtag take a partable. Like that. <laughs> so they can be cleanable. And clean them. Joe's. Uh, and what do you use to clean? Joe uses a soda blaster. I like soda blasting, uh, but I just have access to that. What is that? Uh, it's kind of like a sand blaster, but it uses sodium bicarbonate, basically just like soda. Fizz. Soda. Um, no, it's, it's dry. It's just a. Uh, it's not as aggressive and as abrasive as sand would be mm-hmm. uh, it's not as hard uh so it are you doing some sort of liquid solution in there to wash all that out and get all it dry out? just all, all dry. dry you can um 
CLP works great, just standard oils. Ed's Red's basically a transmission and oil-based fluid. Uh, that's probably one of the, the better ones. Yeah. Just get a copper scrub brush and scrub those baffles. Wipe it down. Uh, the biggest thing with our cans... Well, that's one, one that you can take apart. Now, one you can't, it's integrally... What would you do with it? Hopefully, it's going to be like an all stainless steel or more a little bit more noble materials, not an aluminum or mm. some of the, the lower-grade titaniums. And you can put it in this chemical called the dip. It's a really nasty stuff, and the byproduct is extremely I thought nasty. you're not supposed to use the dip. I thought the dip was like a no-no. You can use the dip. You told me that. <laughs> you, uh, on our aluminum cans, any aluminum can, grade 2 titanium cans, which most cans, uh, they're out there. A lot of them are grade 2. Right. Uh, the dip can be very problematic. Mm-hmm. Also, what results, uh, you end up with lead acetate and some other lead byproducts it's, that absorbs in your skin very, very easily. Right. And it's some really, really, really nasty stuff. Yeah. Once it's chemically done, then you have this non-workable death mix that you got to figure out to do something with all right uh so you have that you got some too. nuclear grade biochemical that <laughs> it looks like it looks like liquid cancer yeah, it's one of the more nastier things that you can kind of create and end up in the firearms world so okay. so don't do that don't go to yeah. google and not a big fan don't of google the dip. the dip youtube so uh i've seen some disposable suppressors out on the market nowadays uh they're making them out of some sort of a polymer polymers yep kind of kind of yep. probably a 3d printing i don't know what they're doing with them but there's uh, there's some people making 3d printed <laughs> some molded we've actually done some polymer suppressors uh just for weight and uh making them inexpensive as possible uh, some of the polymers hold up great especially for those low temperature mm. low pressure 22s uh, possibly even nine millimeter uh, glock produces in Austria and pretty much everywhere but us. Oh, anywhere but here, yeah. Uh, they have the Glock suppressor, which just snaps onto the front of the gun. It's all plastic baffles and wipes. And you can get the first 15 rounds or so are pretty quiet. And after that, it starts substantially getting a little bit louder and louder. Right. I think you can get around 50 shots, so maybe around three, maybe four magazines before it gets yeah, to the point where... I don't okay, know if, I might as well not even have this thing on here. I don't know if it even goes that many. I've heard I've heard uh, two magazines, but of course it could be two of these. There's some I, videos out. I think Pinkus bags. has got a video out yeah. using it, actually, um, Rob Pinkus. But, uh, it, so is that just the internal that's um, the polymer and the, the external is... It, I is believe metal. it's I've seen some all that, plastic. It, it is all plastic. Okay, I've it's, seen some that have a um, like aluminum or whatever, stainless steel outer, and then the inner is is disposable so you're only supposed to be able to shoot and you just replace the baffles the, each. The, the wipes basically the, the old mac 11 it was cans, called the mac, wipes the old mac 10 cans had rubber wipes that were inside of the uh the metal tube in and yeah. of itself so the bullet actually was touching those wipes as it goes through the can so that obviously is going to affect accuracy yeah in a negative fashion sure so sure. The, they the, were very very quiet though they were very very quiet they got hot mm. that was a you had to, they had a, a special like a neoprene sleeve that went over the outside of it to try to you know because you had to hold it because if you hold you have to have something on the front of a mac or you're going to shoot your yeah. fingers off that's been speaking well, of of hot i saw this uh video you guys probably saw it too i think it was from uh, jonathan the gun collective and uh, he's shooting um uh, I can't remember what he was shooting, but it was a full auto belt fed when they got the suppressor on the front. And they, they and they just they melted. Yeah, they should have they stopped put shooting like that thing. Five hundred, six hundred rounds through it or something. I don't know what yeah, it is. The can was the can died at like one hundred and seventy five rounds. Yeah, but they just kept going and they just cooked it and it just it just, yeah, it just fell off, melted uh, our, off. Our can doesn't do that. 
<laughs> Your can won't do that. We've actually uh, done that test, and the can is still survivable. Really? It, yeah. That can's still in the shop. We still use it. It's not. There's nice. nothing wrong with it at all. I wish we had the video of us dumping mags through it. But yeah, yeah. five six hundred rounds for one of ours is not a big deal. Like it's it, not a problem. Yeah. Well, very cool. Like constant. Like sh- belt fed. Like get get the belt, hammer down on the trigger, let it ride. Yeah. I think last year at SOE, I did a 330-ish, somewhere around in that area. Did it glow? Uh, it had a glowing, like, right at the blast chamber. It was starting to glow pretty heavily. Yeah. But our blast chamber is on our centerfire cans. is double-walled, so it keeps that heat in that first layer. And there's a little bit of airspace that, that doesn't allow the outer yeah. tube to get that hot. So we don't have an actual breach if something does... So have you seen the uh, the product that you can spray in the suppressor mm-hmm. also to help with, I guess, it suppresses it even more? Yep. Call, call it ablative. Okay. So explain that. It's literally a chemical that, or something that will help absorb heat and sound that goes inside, goes inside the baffles of the can. Some cans are actually designed to have to have it. There's this old, it's an old HK suppressor you had to put water in. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous! I know a guy who's got one, and you yeah. can't shoot it unless you dump like half a cup of water into the suppressor, and you got to get it in there while it's on your gun, and it, it that's the only way it works. If you don't yeah. do that, the, the suppressor doesn't do anything. It's actually a loudener. Inland has has one a twenty two suppressor. Have you seen their twenty two mm-hmm. suppressor? They have the uh, they have a, a so special really, foam. And that's the foam, the, yeah, that's yeah, the, the stuff guy I was that about. the guy yeah. that that did that is actually was working on that before he started to work on anything else, mm-hmm. uh, but. That goes to how suppressors work. It kind of that really illustrates one of the. But key his concepts. is that thing you don't have to have that, but you Correct. you put it in there and then it just it yeah. adds to it or something. So. Uh, our nine millimeter and our twenty two are both wet capable cans, so you can shoot them wet okay. uh, with either grease or a water based wetener foam stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really want to try some of the foam stuff. It looks like a good idea. Yeah, uh, we use something similar. Uh, tap magic expanding it's got this real kind of foamy stuff you spray it in it just expands yeah and you just blow through it or run a rod through it so it's not actually in the bore yeah and it sticks in there and it works by absorbing the heat energy the physical energy because it takes work to be able to move that around right as well as the phase change moving that liquid turning it into uh, a gas or a vapor okay so that's one of the ways suppressors work is taking that thermal energy and turning into heat gotcha. that's why you often if you make two identical suppressors one out of aluminum and one out of steel the aluminum one will actually be noticeably quieter because it's able to absorb that heat faster and more smooth right hmm. what if uh, they use meteorites to make uh, suppressors it probably <laughs> it probably would uh not be a good idea as meteorites so you, are usually pretty crystallized so and, you guys know that uh, matt dorito's been in town and uh, he works for that company where they made those 1911s out of the meteorite. Those like are absolutely $4 million. Dollars. Uh, the right. Cabot? Yeah, the Cabot. Cabot Customs. Yeah, Cabot Those Customs. are absolutely beautiful. I'm a, I'm a huge space buff. I own... Me too. Uh, I lost uh, six of my more prized meteorite, meteorite slices in the flood. Oh. But I was able to uh, recover quite a few of them. But, I mean, it's a really, really beautiful... Uh, set of guns there yeah i'd like are. to i'd like to shoot them i wonder how many rounds are actually well they're four million dollars so yeah. i don't think you're going to be shooting them <laughs> i don't oh. think they're just letting people pop off rounds on them i want to make a knife out of meteorite and then quench it in panther fat 
Panther fan. <laughs> There's actually quite a few knives. Do you ever, you, uh, do, anybody does a tribute to the movie Iron Mistress, if anybody's ever seen it. I haven't it's seen it. It's that. actually a movie about uh, Jim Bowie and about the knife that he had made, and that's what the guy quenches it in. He makes supposedly out of supposedly the, the, the Bowie knife was made out of meteorite and quenched in Panther fat. Nice. So. Yeah, with uh, with eagle piss. I, 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 <laughs> An eagle came and I, pissed e- on eagle it. tears. Freedom I got way there. way too much weird stuff in this brain. All there. right, let's do. Uh, you got you got any more questions? Anybody have any more questions for us on the uh, live feed? Let's the, the, see. It didn't show up real good on here. Joe's got the okay got access to it. Yeah, the uh, meteorites actually. There are some really good alloys that some of the meteorites have come through with, mm-hmm. but the vast majority of them are not. They're more iron, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Iron based. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Somebody else is making a knife. No, that was he was. It was one that he had done. It was a meteorite knife, and he was making it only under a full moon. And him and his friends were all. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, he he went through some real sort of mystic steps to try to make this knife as special as possible. It's back when I was in more into yeah. the knife making world. And not everybody can own a meteorite. Isn't, isn't that correct? I don't know. Yeah. Or if it's a certain size or something like that, I can't. There was some I know kind if, it's, of, if you pull out a certain area, it can be part of governmental mineral rights and things like that so yeah but i think most of them there's a there's a meteorite hit in saint helena parish which is just parish uh just kind of north and east of my home parish yeah and you can be walking around you can find these little stony iron meteorites cool. uh, just laying around alien metal man it, it's alien it is. that's a- alien so those guns are made from alien material a- aliens aliens <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying it was aliens <laughs> so are there any more questions on the thing if not we're going to hit the fact to fight the myth i think that's any questions for joe lot. and charles guess anybody anyone we have a, a three any questions for me we have a recommendation for 308 at 2000 yards okay what is it let somebody else do it <laughs> get a 338 <laughs> you a three three eight, nice. Not a, that's not a bad. That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see if it, we're going to do a thousand, and then we're just going to keep reaching out and see see how it does. Three away is definitely a two thousand. I'm mainly just shot, te- testing but... out the glass because it's you guys got to see. You've seen their glass, yeah. yeah. The right on you. It's so crystal clear. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's it's loophole quality for you know half the price. It's great. I've got a good friend who shot Palma, shoots Palma for almost for a, pretty much for a living. And that's a thousand yards. Peter Palma. Not I don't no, not that guy. <laughs> the, 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 the Palma events can reach out to a thousand yards. And what she was telling me, it's like between, after eight hundred yards, regardless, weird things start to happen. Yep. With yeah. with three oh eight caliber bullets. Now Palma does require a very specific bullet weight and, and to be able to be used, but even pushing it upwards from there, once you get outside eight hundred yards, yeah. The that bullet starts to act. So really give me some bizarre. recommendations on uh um, a, a brand of 308, a load of 308. You, I mean, you gave one. I was mm-hmm. if these guys had one. Matter, me. matter of fact, the Hornady stuff is. Come on, got, guys. Look, we need some more thumbs up. We need some more input. The the Hornady stuff. They recently changed that little plastic tip to be more heat resistant. He said tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. They, just, they changed just the tip. They now, only did just a tip. It was. Uh, they changed, wow, we're losing some viewers, guys. Well, we've been. We written. need to do the fact to fight the myth. All right, let's do that. All right. All right, guys. And Russell, now, get some shares. Let's get some viewers back up. It's time for the Talking Lead. And uh, obviously this week, it's going to be dealing with suppressors. And you guys have a, a good myth that you would like to debunk out yeah. there. Hey, Charlie. 
I don't want to get a suppressor because the ATF's going to come knock on my door on Sunday morning and raid my house to inspect my suppressors. And they can't do that. The, mm-hmm. the ATF cannot come in your house whenever they want because you have a suppressor and you're on the NFA list. How many suppressors are there out there in the world, Joe? I don't know. How many? Over three, I think 320,000 or something. It's approaching the 400,000 mark for the number of suppressors that are in the United States that are registered items. It may be more than that. And I assure you the ATF doesn't have the time nor the inclination or the ability to come knock on everybody's door that has a suppressor. Yeah. They uh, the, the myth in and of itself comes from those old kitchen table dealers. A lot of the old kitchen table dealer guys that would have possess, have an inventory. Yeah. And when you are an FFL and you have an inventory, the ATF gets to come knock on your door and check on it. If you're us or if you're Smith & they've come in, in Smith & Wesson's shop, knock on the door and been like, show us everything you got. Mm-hmm. Because they can do that. Right. Because you're an FFL. They're a dealer, yeah. But... So a lot of FFL, sell to the public. A lot of the FFL dealers also had a bunch of class three stuff. So the the myth is where that stuff kind of got crossed up. The ATF cannot and will not come to not, an individual. Cannot come to an individual's home because oh I have a, I've got a suppressor, so I don't want them come. They're not going to do it unless they you're can't. a sketchy mofo anyway, and they just use that as another excuse. Now, if you're to, even if you're a sketchy mofo, unless yeah. there's like it's kind of like uh, they have all have to have what they call a warrant. Yep. Wallet. Without the warrant, I mean, even if they want to check, they, they'll call you or email you or whatever your contact is. Hey, sir, can you uh, provide us? Now, does that work the with? same for SBRs? Pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. All NFA items. National yeah. Firearms Act items that includes short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, machine guns, destructive So they're not devices. just going to come kick down your door nope. because you registered to purchase an it's, SBR. It's not, never, they, may, they may ask you to produce this item and you can say, yep, I will schedule a time for you to come see it or... I will schedule an item. I can come down to your office, or I'll schedule a time. We'll go down to McDonald's, and you can mm-hmm. buy me a burger. They probably won't buy you a burger because they are governmental salaried right. employees. That'd be like you buying your own burger, so yeah. you might as well just buy it yourself. Most right. ATF <laughs> agents are pretty good guys, especially the investigators at that level. Uh, I mean, they're they're just trying so. There's to another their myth. Loss. So the ATF, some of the ATF guys are actually okay, huh? A lot of the ATF guys are pretty Another okay. Another fact to fight yeah. the myth. Well, well, well I have a friend who's an ATF agent, and what we used to do back in the old days in the old shop, when somebody would try to talk to me about having an illegal suppressor, hey, how do I make a suppressor or whatever? I was like, you need to call this guy, and I'd give him his cell phone number, this ATF agent. Right. And eventually he got to the point where, will, will you quit? <laughs> <laughs> so, because they would be called, hey, man, somebody said you could help me up with an illegal suppressor. And he's like, stop giving them my number. That's that's a good uh, fact to fight to myth there. Do you have any more? Anything else you want to throw out there? Anybody out here got one? Come on, guys. Anybody Offer out, it up. Out in, uh, oh, here, I got one. Here's another one. Atlas Defense World. Suppressors don't sound like they do in Hollywood. Okay. Like someday. I mean, like like our OSS does, but you know that's just because it's super cool. And the javelin. And the javelin. But nothing is as it happens in Hollywood. Right. Don't don't be misled by the fact that in Hollywood that. Uh, Matt was it Matt Damon and Shooter? Matt like, Damon. He Matt Damon. Yeah, no, he, that's uh, Marky Mark. Marky was in Shooter. Yeah, Marky Mark put like a Coke bottle on the end of something or other, and it was like ultra super quiet, and he was sniping people from a boat standing up. And <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. I mean, I actually liked that. No, movie. that was a uh, that was um that's Shooter. No, it's not Shooter. That's uh the uh, Bourne movies. Right. Okay. Jason Bourne yeah. was doing that. Okay, so that's there's Matt one Damon. point so you're right to three. Begin with. 
Hmm? We we missed it by about a million. It's a one point three million. One point three oh, wow. million suppressors out on the market. Holy shit! I, I remember it was like I remember there was like three hundred thousand something. It's what one million three. We need 000. that number up. We need it yeah. to be like three million. It's grown tremendously over about the last eight years or so. Yeah, What's huge the, like exponential. How's that in relation to the su- supposed amount of firearms that are out? Um, it's not even a drop in the bucket. Yeah, it's yeah. not even a drop in the bucket. But suppressors. It, the whole NFA world has really blown up due to one thing: and the internet, the interwebs. exposure. People talking about it. It's like, wait, that's actually legal. Education. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like and shows go, like this. Facts to fight the myths. Here's here's the other one. Here's another. Silencers are absolutely 100 percent perfectly legal yes. in almost the majority of every state. Was we're at 40. I know we're at 42. We may be 43 now or yeah. real soon. So Somewhere in the Northeast, they decided to rejoin America and uh, allow people to have suppressors again. So, yeah. so it, 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 I'm sure California isn't one. No. I'm sure Hawaii isn't one. California's going to be one of them hard-fought states. It's like the concealed carrier reciprocity. I think it's a great idea. I think it's impractical uh, because of the states uh, like New York, Hawaii, California. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, it's going to be a hard uh, road to hoe right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe. He said hoe. <laughs> I said row too. <laughs> the, the Northeast guys like New York, that's that you're not going to be able to get a suppressor there ever. And then the rest. Never of say never. I, I just, never say never, man. Then there's. Never say never. I want to, well, New Hampshire is legal, so it's a lot of this. Most of the Northeast, and I think one of the bigger states just came on board, like Michigan, maybe. I know Illinois is not. Yeah, Illinois uh, for police officers. Yeah, they just allowed yeah. that like within the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, good facts to fight the mess there, guys. We appreciate that. So, um, was there any other basic? We'll get higher level maybe in another show. Basic information that you wanted to share about suppressors. We talked about basically their their makeup. Um, you know what. The pieces, the components. Some of the design concepts behind it. Right. How they're attached. They're the they most most fun you can have with firearms. I mean, that's, that's, that's a basic st- fact about suppressors. When you have a suppressed firearm, you shoot it more. You get better at your firearms. You learn to practice more because you don't have to worry about the noise. It's less stress. When you don't have that noise, it's just less stress. I too. like to use a twenty two with a suppressor on it to teach people how to shoot, especially females, because it means not everybody's wearing hearing protection, which means I don't have to yell. Yeah. And if I'm not yelling and you're not having to listen to me yell, everybody's blood pressure stays lower. Right. And so everybody stays calmer. And so you get over that hump of, oh, I've never pulled the trigger before. This is going to be loud. This is dangerous, da, 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 whatever. So it allows everybody to be calmer. And it's just a really, really uh, good uh, good way to train new shooters. Mm-hmm. And, and then once you do that, you're like, wait. Shooting is fun. I've, I've got a twenty two with a suppressor on it. I can go outside and rip off a bunch of rounds. My neighbors aren't ever going to hear anything. It's and you know what? Cool. If you're training people with suppressors and that's what they're trained on, then they're going to want that when they go out and buy their own firearm. And yep. not, not only that. Which is going to increase the demand, which is going to increase the pressure to get this HPA. And back. almost no, any almost nobody who has a suppressor only has one. Once they realize it's not that hard to get one, and it's kind of like a, ARs. It's just a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then once they realize it's not, that, it's not that tough to get a suppressor and it's really oh, a bunch of hoops to jump through. Really, it's not. We do most of the hoop jumping for you anyway. We'll help you fill the paperwork out. Yep. And then people are like, oh, well, that, that wasn't so bad. 
Let you me... can just like click a screen now. Like click, yeah, click, it, click, it, click, it, click, it, click. I'm not a felon. Basically, the questions that they ask you on a 4473. I'm not. Put idea. that in there. Put your signature. Swipe your driver's license. Swipe your credit card. There you go. Done. It's done. Very yeah. cool. It's super simple. Guys, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you guys are wanting to get home. You've been on the road for like nine months. Uh, so. It feels like it. <laughs> poor Bob down here. Bob, Bob the dog. Sid's got to get home. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. He's ready had a good time playing home. with Oshi, though. He did. He made he's, a great. He's made friend. a good new, a good yeah. new buddy. Um, do you guys want to uh, do a trivia question and put up a little prize swag pack? Maybe a t-shirt and some maybe ball opener and some other swag stuff. Yeah, well, absolutely. To do, celebrate uh, our two hundredth episode. Sure. Absolutely. Okay, so here's the trivia question. For you leadheads, and if you guys want to take part there too, uh, you're going to send your answers to talkinglead at gmail.com and make the subject um, AD 209 for Atlas Defense. No, we don't, not, not AD. We don't do ADs here. You don't do what? ADs? ADs are bad. What's an AD? Accidental discharge. There's no, there's no such thing as accidental, so it's negligent. It's an ND. Well, I've I, I, so, Atlas Defense AD. This is for me, so I know what the subject okay, is. Easy for fine. me. Fine. 209. AD 209. Uh, and the the question is, name all the suppressors that Atlas Defense currently has available. Okay, so all the suppressors that Atlas Defense has available. Name all those. Send your answers to talkinglet@gmail.com. We will randomly pick a winner uh, over the next couple of weeks, next couple of episodes. We'll give people plenty of time because people listen to podcasts are always behind. Yeah, you know, five or six episodes. So. Uh, when you hear this, submit your answers, uh, and the winner is going to get a Atlas Defense prize pack. We'll throw in a T-shirt and a bottle opener, and maybe we'll have something else cool laying around. Maybe the some shop. shot glasses. I think we'll probably do some shot probably glasses. Do some shot maybe glasses. shot glasses. Bourbon bullets. Bourbon. Some of our patented bourbon bullets and shot glasses. Yeah. So it'll be a nice little prize package from Atlas Defense there. But you guys take part. We're celebrating our uh, 200th episode here in episode 209. We're going to continue that till the end of the year. Uh, giving away cool ass shit almost every single day. Like Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, anything else you guys want to get out there? You got uh, new other, products coming out? Anything to look than forward to? We, we got our new product, the, the OSS Integrally Suppressed Pistol. We've got uh, Joe's new uh, prototype with his titanium suppressor on our Integrally Suppressed Rifle. You can hold that up and see that there. Very nice. All right, that's, that's our standard... Basically, our standard Falcata ISK, the short, integrally suppressed gun. Uh, it's about 12-inch effective barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that's the can. Part of that's the actual barrel. There's some overlap. Right. We normally do those out of uh, the modern stainless steels with Nitronic 60 blast baffle. Well, I just got my SBR stamp back on this, and I wanted to build something cool. We had some titanium laying around that was about the right just size. <laughs> and last week I said, hey, I want to make... Our Falcata ISK out of titanium and see how it holds up. Maybe offer it as a product. So we do have the this this rifle here. It's carbon fiber, carbon fiber handguard. Got a bunch of other things to take some weight out. We're gonna put the lightweight optic on there. We get that. Big yeah, old you need heavy to get you need to get a ride on on here. I uh, got a new picked up a get new. Get rid of the EOTech. Put a ride on. Uh, butt stock is basically the tube with just a shoe on it. So I'm gonna knock another pound off of that. It's already a little over a pound lighter. You get one of those uh, MFT, whatever they're called. Butt stock. Well, this is gonna it's gonna be a non-adjustable butt stock. It's not even gonna have any of the castle nut or any other stuff. Oh, okay. It's uh it's a super super lightweight rig. Okay. 
But you could do a pistol. Can you do a? Well, it doesn't really matter because you still got to get a tax stamp. You can. It's still. We do when it's when it's in, integrally suppressed. You only have to have one tax stamp, right? If it's as long as it's uh, if it's under sixteen inches and it's on a pistol, uh-huh. then it's only one tax stamp. In this combination, this is a two tax stamp gun. So you got to still got two okay. and one for the suppressor. We do offer this in the longer version where it's a it's a bit longer tube where the tube itself is about twelve inches. Okay. Uh, so, so you know, 16, 16 inch overall barrel because the tube is permanently attached. Okay. And of course, the suppression level is noticeably better. Mm-hmm. But this is a great combination. This is still one of the quietest integrally suppressed uh, ISR ARs out there. Is this a 300 blackout? That's a 300 blackout. Okay. Uh, we've had some super, super. Is that, uh, in your opinion, the response. best suppressed rifle round? It was developed and designed around suppressed and short barrel use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much burnt all of the typical powder within 10 to 11 inches. So we're not consuming a whole bunch of powder after it enters the can. Uh, it's a short cartridge. It's 30 caliber bullet. So a 308 subsonic round has just as much impact as a 300 blackout subsonic round. So why not use a much smaller, more compact package? Right. So I'm really starting to uh, dig 300 blackout, especially uh, with some of the new expanding... I've Bullets loved it since it came available. out. Yeah, ever since it came out, I've loved it. So, what are the dBs on this? Have you as you measured it yet? Uh, we actually haven't measured it uh, with this particular one, but so it I can't is, go out in my backyard and shoot it right now. You could, yeah. It actually is indoor hearing safe. Uh, that's nice. what we strive. We look out. We neighbors. do comparative <laughs> testing. Uh, we take uh, our catalog of of guns and we compare them. And it's like, look, we want to be here as far as price, value, and suppression. Yeah. And then we usually get there and then go a little bit more. Very cool. Very cool. Well, guys, again, thank you so much. Uh, thank, thank you. I want to thank all our sponsors again. Uh, I said Tactical Response was our sponsor. They're really not a sponsor, uh, but we do support Tactical Response, and uh, we believe that they do great training there. So check them out, tacticalresponse.com. Uh, right on USA, the official optic sponsor of Talking Lead. Check them out at rightonusa.com. Modern Spartan Systems, optimize all your firearms and your automotive needs at modernspartansystems.com X-Steel Targets for all your AR-500 steel target needs xsteeltargets.com Frontier Tactical so check them out frontiertactical.com sounds like some cool stuff Glock the official carry of left hand of talking lead I think everybody here yeah everybody here's got a Glock we were talking about that last night it's it's the Aklas Defense certified carry firearm a Glock 19 or Glock 17 yeah or a 6 RPG 20 Six <laughs> There's only one person in carry. Eh, wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger burrets. Check them out at us.glock.com. I have a Glock, though. I do use it on occasion. Well, you showed it to me. You got one in there. No, that's Jeff. Oh, I thought you had a 45. No, the six, the six my 45. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. All it right. is a hammer. All right. Enough about six. Glock 36. Glock 31. And uh, make sure you guys support Mission 22. 22 veterans a day on average commit suicide. Mission 22 is about bringing awareness to the general public uh, of this tragedy, and uh, we want to get that to zero. So visit Mission 22 and support them on their mission of awareness for this and our veterans. Sheepdog Impact Assistance, sheepdogia.org. Helping our retired law enforcement, military, uh, EMTs stay active. Uh, by going around our country, just like you guys had these floods, and helping with disaster recovery missions. Those are some good people over there. Yes, they are. 
They uh, they also help our wounded warriors, uh, help get them out doing uh, activities such as skydiving, scuba diving, hunting. Uh, they even do those uh, well, those warrior races. The um, what do they call them? Those tough marathon things where they have obstacle like a decathlon kind of a thing. Yeah, uh, obstacle courses and stuff. Yeah, they're like tough mudders and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. Uh, they they uh, organize events like that, and then they do. Uh, like one or two big events a year where they'll go to like uh, Yosemite and do like a week at Yosemite or, or something like that. And we're actually working with them on a, a cool project, uh, like an exchange project with uh, a wounded Israeli warrior. So we'll send hmm. some over to Israel and they'll send some over here and we'll take them around and show them some cool oh, stuff. Oh, that'd be so, cool. So we're working on, on that project. Awesome. Well, let us know if we can help. Absolutely. We will do it. Uh, and then, as always, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever, give us some feedback. That helps us get boosted up in the rankings. So leave us feedback, uh, good, bad, indifferent, just a thumbs up, whatever it may be. Go to uh, iTunes, definitely. Uh, even if you're not listening, go over to those platforms and leave us some, some feedback. We greatly appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> we like to uh, bunk the system. Guys, you know the sign-off, right? Yep. And as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close and, and your, your firearms closer. And your falcatas that are integrally suppressed even closer. Absolutely. Thank you again, sir. Or your falcatas that aren't and just have it attached. And just have it attached. There you go. Perfect. All right. Until next week, guys. Appreciate everybody hanging with us, man. I had a good time. That's as good always. The, the whole uh, Atlas Defense Nation out there. <laughs>